What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Raise the Apple. The MLB season of the year 2021 is officially come to a close. The Atlanta Braves are the best team in the world in 2021. And as a Mets fan, I know I had the Braves winning. I think I said I had them winning in six, or I may have had it going all seven. But as a Mets fan, when you watch the Braves win after the Mets were higher in the standings for the Braves for more than 100 days, kind of stings a little bit. But gives you a lot of optimism going into 2022. You got uh, Jorge Soler was World Series MVP. Last night you had Max Fried throw six shutout innings. And the Braves offense kept going early. Perfectly fitting. I think I tweeted the video. Perfectly fitting that the cherry on top, the final blow to the Astros, came from Freddie Freeman. I thought that was so fitting to cap off the Braves World Series run. And to be honest, this Braves team kind of gave me 2019 Washington National vibes. So in <clears throat> we all know the story with the Nationals in 2019. They were, what, like 19-35 and 35 or something in May? And then they went on a crazy run the second half all the way to the World Series. The Braves in July had a 0.3% chance of winning the World Series or something like that, making the playoffs or whatever it was. They redid their entire outfield. They brought in Eddie Rosario, Jock Peterson. They brought in Jorge Soler. They didn't have Acuna because he blew out his ACL. They didn't have Mike Soroka because of injuries. They lost Marcelo Zuna because of off-the-field issues. And they came all the way back. They got hot at the right time, stayed hot took advantage of the Mets' end-of-season collapse, took advantage of the Phillies scuffling to the end, and they found their way to be world champs. So as a Mets fan, as a baseball fan, awesome to see. Uh, it was an incredible year for baseball all the way around, finally having a full year after the, every, the way everything happened last year. As a Mets fan, kind of stings a little bit, not going to lie. But we have a lot of baseball information or baseball news that has come out in the last 20 minutes or so that we're going to talk about for a little bit today. Uh, for one of them, I need some background information first. But apparently, we now have some information about the rat raccoon situation. So for those of you who are probably thinking, what on earth are you talking about? So earlier in May, in the beginning of the year, there was a situation with the Mets that involved Jeff McNeil and Francisco Lindor. They came out on the field after the game. They both looked like they'd seen a ghost. It turns out that there was a little scuffle in the dugout, or in the tunnel, going into the clubhouse. They were asked about it after the game. They said, oh, they saw a rat or a raccoon. They were arguing over what animal it was. That's what caused all the commotion. Everyone knew they were lying, but they, we, everyone understood, like, okay, they don't want it to be a distraction, so they're trying to move on from that. Turns out today, within the last 20 minutes, it has come, I'm just seeing this on New York Post, that apparently McNeil and Lador got off to kind of a shaky start, I guess, to say the least. And the altercation resulted in Lindor putting his hand around McNeil's throat and pinning him against the wall, and they got into a verbal alter altercation over plays going on in the field, like McNeil not doing he, what Lindor needed him to, or whatever the case may be. And then the player, other players saw it, ran down there to break that up. Now, it seemed the way the two were the rest of the year, that they have made some sort of amends, 
That is the last thing. This is like one of the most Mets things ever. You have Jared Porter getting in trouble, Mickey Callaway getting in trouble, you got Zach Scott getting in trouble, now you have Lindor and McNeil getting in trouble. It's just LOL Mets, right? This is like an LOL Mets moment. I'm sure more details will emerge. I'm sure the first questions Lindor and McNeil will be asked at spring training is what happened, That what really happened, and we'll get the full story. I hope we just move on from it. I think it's going to be an unnecessary distraction, something that we just don't need to, something we just don't need to have if you're a Mets fan going into 2022. And then the other bit of news going on is I'm kind of still processing it because I'm very upset by it. So, within the last 20 minutes, it is being reported that Buster Posey will officially announce his retirement from Major League Baseball tomorrow. Now, I personally am upset by that because Buster Posey, growing up, the guys I watched that I learned playing how to play baseball from, besides my dad, obviously, but the guys I watched on TV, I watched Tulo, Jeter, uh, Albert Pujols, Buster Posey, David Wright, Jose Reyes, all those guys, are Dustin Pedroia, who I learned from growing up. And now everyone that you watch, that as you were growing up, everyone you watch is slowly starting to retire, and it's a new wave of baseball players coming through. It's kind of bittersweet. You know, Buster Posey's always been one of my all-time favorite players. He's played the game the right way throughout his entire career. I'm looking at his stats now. 304 career average, 390 on base, 499 slugging. Um, oh, that's his... That's his 2021 season. His career line, 302 batting average, 372 on base percentage, 460 slugging, 158 career homers, 729 RBIs, a war of 44.9, an MVP, Rookie of the Year, three World Series rings, a gold glove, four silver sluggers, a batting title, a seven-time All-Star. I think Posey deserves a lot of Hall of Fame consideration. Will he get in? Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? I don't think he makes it first ballot. Will he make it? Or is he going to have to get voted in by the Veterans Committee? I'm not sure. I certainly would hope that Buster Posey would make it into the Hall of Fame. I think he's more than deserving of being there. I hope the writers get it right and get him in. I don't know if he'll be first ballot or not, like I said, but I certainly do think that Buster Posey does have a place in Cooperstown is arguably one of the greatest catchers ever, along with Yadi Molina. So that's a little bittersweet to see that happen. But then you got Yadi that'll be gone after next year. Next year is his final year. You could presume that it will also be the final year of Adam Wainwright. And then you also got guys like Verlander and Kershaw and oh, who's the other one? Pujols. All these guys that are starting to get to the end of their careers. Miggy's going to be one of them that might be done in the next couple of years. A lot, it's a new wave of baseball players, which is a great thing, but it's also kind of bittersweet seeing the guys we all grew up watching and cheering for and learning from. We wanted to be just like them, and now it's slowly but surely. It's come their time, and that's just, you know, that's part of the game, unfortunately. But speaking of which, speaking of all those guys, we now have entered free agency which there are a lot of unanswered questions, not only with the Mets, but the rest of Major League Baseball. 
We will talk about that in next week's episode. During the offseason, we're going to do week oh, episode every week going into spring training, and then when the season starts back up again, we'll go back to two a week. But next week, we're going to talk about the Mets, their 2021 season recap, preview for 2022, things they should do in the offseason. But the big, there's so many free agents, but the big thing is, actually, I want to pull up a list here of the Mets free agents because Anthony DiComo tweeted a list. So these are the notable free agents on the Mets. Javi Baez, Dallin Batances, Michael Conforto, Jairus Familia, Brad Hand, Heath Hembry, Richard Hill, Aaron Loop, Marcus Stroman, Noah Syndergaard, and Jonathan Villar. Who stays and who goes, we have no idea. Looking at this list quickly, I think the big names we're going to need to look at are Javi, Conforto, Aaron Loop, Stroman, Syndergaard, and VR. I think I don't think the Mets bring back Hembry or Rich Hill. I don't really. They're definitely not bringing back Dallin Batantis. I don't think they'll bring back Familia or Brad Hand. So it's it's going to be an interesting offseason. You got what will the Mets do with Syndergaard and Conforto and Stroman are the big three. Then you got the big shortstop class. So Correa is going to be a free agent. Baez is a free agent. Trevor Story is a free agent. Corey Seager is a free agent. How much are those guys going to get? Are any of them going to stay? Are they all going to be somewhere else in 2022? This winter is going to be a lot of fun. However, it could also be a very horrible winter for baseball. And why I say that is because this is also a contract negotiation between the CBA agreement with the league and the players union. And as we saw last year with the COVID season and how they kept getting delayed the start of the year because they couldn't agree to terms on anything, there has been rumors from people that 2022 could have a delayed start to the year or not even happen at all because of a player strike. Hopefully that does not happen. Hopefully agreements are made. Hopefully things change. But I, that is something we'll talk as it gets closer to the winter, the GM meetings, as the offseason gets underway, we'll talk more and more about that. But that is certainly something to keep your eye on. I don't see that realistically happening, but there has been talk on other podcasts and other uh, websites and things of that nature that have said that there is the possibility that there could be a strike in 2022 because of this CBA agreement. Now, again, I don't see that personally happening. I think they get a deal done, but. You never know. You never know. Crazy, th- Crazier things have happened. So hopefully that's not the case, though. Now we have to get ready for 2022. So we, with that, we will see you guys next week as we recap the Mets 2021 season, preview them for 2022. I want to thank you guys personally for listening and following us on Twitter, subscribing, all that stuff. Thank you so much for doing that. This is really our first full year I believe doing this consistently uh, last year obviously with the COVID year is kind of a disaster the year before we were just getting started uh, about halfway through the year so thank you guys so much for your support throughout our first really full year and we look so forward to growing even more next year with the help of you guys remember we're on the road to 100 subscribers we'll be having a giveaway at 100 subscribers so make sure you do that stuff down below Make sure you follow on Twitter at RTA underscore pod. We hope you enjoyed this one, and we will see you guys next week to talk more about our New York Mets. Congrats to the Atlanta Braves, baseball's best of 2021. An exciting year and looking forward to next year. Thank you guys so much, and let's go Mets.